Welcome to Story Talks, where we discuss the practices that engage, motivate, develop, retain, and attract people to businesses. We'll give you principles and tools based on real-world stories to leverage listening and storytelling to become a better leader and management professional. Story Talks is produced by Narrative, a company that focuses on personal storytelling for business. Welcome to Story Talks and uh, Happy New Year. I'm Jerome DeRoy, your host as always with Julian Ryan. And uh, it's just the two of us today. We, we thought we would uh, welcome everybody into this uh, new year, 2022, and, uh, and wish you all uh, well. And, and talk a little bit about what we've learned over the holidays and um, what we might have to look forward to uh, for this podcast and, and other things as well. So Julienne, as always, great to, great to see uh, you. Thank you, Good same you. here. So <laughs> I did some homework when we were tossing around what we were gonna talk about. And, uh, and I realized I didn't know the root of uh, New Year's resolutions. And I mm. was wondering like, who started that? Now I grew up with a, you know, going to Catholic school, I said, it must be nuns or something that came up with this. But it's not, it goes back as far as the Babylonians, 4,000 years ago, they were making resolutions and um, they were making it with the, their their gods and saying, you know, they were doing a trade-off, like, I'll mm. give you something if you give me this, basically. So they were bargaining. And then when Julius Caesar came into action and made January 1st, the beginning of the year, uh, he, they start to use that in the language. So it's been around for a while. Now, I'm not saying everybody's kept them, but it's been around for a while that people have been attempting to start each year with some resolution. Mm. But I know we're pushing back on that today. So. <laughs> That's right. Well, thanks for that piece of history. I wasn't aware of that. Um, and, uh, and, and, you know, yeah, I, I think pushing back a little bit on it, because I, I always get the sense that you know, it's it's the question that always comes back when mm. you get to the end of the year is what's your resolution going to be for the beginning of the year and, and, you know, the whole year. And what I often find is that, and I think uh, gym owners know this very well, you know, it's like there's, there's a, a <laughs> oh, huge amount true. of huge amount of memberships and subscription increases uh, in January. But then after that, it, it tumbles down again. And, and you sort of go back to the ways you were doing things before. And so the resolutions don't really stick. But there is a word that, you know, I, I think is important. And we use a lot uh, in our uh, methodology and the way that we do things is the word intention. Mm -hmm. And and so I started to think about, you know, what's intention versus resolution? And what does it mean to come up with an intention and, and show up with that intention. Mm -hmm. and to me, that's the biggest difference is that when you intend for something um, <laughs> and you create that intention, you're essentially telling yourself to show up as something. So mm -hmm. the thing that I wanted to leave with our listeners today and to, and to talk to you about um, and hear your thoughts on is, is that that is about you know, that word intention meaning something that you show up as. So for example, if I say, you know, I, my intention is joy, mm -hmm. that means that I'm showing up with that for somebody else. And also taking it a little bit further, I'm listening for that. Mm -hmm. So that when somebody's talking to me, if we enter in, uh, into a dialogue, you and I, like we're doing now, and I come up, I show up with that word joy, 
then I'm listening for that. Everything you're saying to me mm-hmm. occurs to me as joyful. And because I'm looking for that, I'm listening for it. And so I think if, if we can sort of think about what's going to be our intention for 2022, how do we want to show up? That to me seems more doable, <laughs> A, you know, because it's not necessarily, it, the, the great thing about intention, I think, is that it's not tied to the obligation of an action. Mm-hmm. So whereas a resolution, it's, it is all about action. It's like, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this, I'm going to eat healthy, I'm going to, you know, go to the gym, I'm going to spend more time with my kids and, you know, all that stuff. And, or I'm going to work more you know, or work less, whatever it is, but there's mm-hmm. an action that's tied to it. Whereas an intention, it's simply a way of being and showing up that way. And the trick with it is that the more you show up the way you intend to, the more actions are going to come <laughs> up that you're going to take that are going to reinforce that intention, as opposed to not having an intention and kind of letting the habits take over. So I'm always listening for criticism, or I'm always listening for a loophole, or I'm listening mm-hmm. for the moment that I can speak, you know, mm-hmm. that, that I'll be able to make my point. So, mm-hmm. so that's what I wanted to, to kind of leave people with today and, and uh, start us off with. Yeah. So less list making, because I always feel like those mm. can be a bit disheartening. And not only was I researching the history of um, this tradition, I was also researching the statistics and that most people can get through the week kind of sort of keeping that list or the one or two thing by the end of the week, 75% are like off the grid and they're done. So I think it's more fluid and it's less negative because it's, it's kind of your guiding principle and saying like, well, today, before I got on, I had every mechanical thing go wrong. And I was like, put it into perspective. What's the gift? What, what's, what else can I be doing well besides muttering and reacting like a good New Yorker um, to just get past it? So I'm making that intention not to make that that situation that I experienced before the whole driving force so mm. of the day and change the mood and change everything. I was like, OK, I can use this in a talk or use it someplace else. Um, mm. But you're right. Making an intention of wh- how we're going to show up, I think, is so, so important now more than ever when there's so many variables out there that can really impact our mood or how we're communicating with others. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I love that. I think that's great. Um, anything that, uh, that you've learned over the holidays or, or things that you've noticed during this, uh, this break? <laughs> ooh, ooh, I want to raise my hand. Uh, yes. I had a good conversation with somebody I'm going to be working with there uh, and their group. And mm. the person was committed to creating memorable moments and acknowledging what their staff did to Mm. be awesome. Hmm. And they're doing it as a a story sharing and acknowledgement and a series of not just one afternoon, a series of moments they're getting together. And I thought that was incredible. So I promised her, and I meant to tell you about that before we got on, uh, Mm. but to say they deserve a shout out because that is something before we go delving into, okay, here's coming up the pike, everything that's working, not working, to do a look back and just acknowledge oh, what their peers did that was worthy of remembering and talking about. So, you know, it's not about winning. Uh, yes, somebody at the end of the day is going to get an award 
or the group's going to get an award, but it's about all those moments where the, each quarter is going to get acknowledged. And I think that's fabulous. It's mm. not that expensive. And, you know, those people will have a video and they'll be able to talk about it and they'll be able to use it as learning tools. So that's my memorable moment, literally. Yeah, I love it. Uh, <laughs> and, and, uh, and I, you know, of course, it's a great opportunity to talk about storytelling because, mm -hmm. um, you know, how do you convey those memorable moments through stories? And, and it, and like you said, it doesn't take much, right? It, it's mm -hmm. you create a video, you, and you make it part of, of how you take stock of things. Mm -hmm. I think too often, I mean, you've really made a great point here because too often we sort of see, you know, the numbers, that's how we take stock. Okay. Here are our quarterly numbers. Here are annual numbers. Now that's what we're going to look at in a month or so. Uh, mm -hmm. What was 2021 like? And, and then we go from there to say what we learned and what our strategy is going to be going forward, right? In order to mm -hmm. increase those numbers or change those numbers in some way. And, and, you know, we forget that the stories carry so much emotional information mm -hmm. and, and it, it's what makes things stick. So those memorable moments, if you juxtapose those to the numbers and, and all the strategies that are going to be put in place, then it's that people are just going to remember that. You know, they're going to mm -hmm. remember those moments, but they're also going to remember like, oh, yeah, that's that's so and so who did this last year. Let's build on that. And that's why mm -hmm. now we're doing this so that our future story will look something a little bit like, you know, maybe what someone said in the past or maybe mm -hmm. it'll be something completely different. But again, the the idea of using storytelling to both take stock and look to the future is not something that we we often think about. Uh, in terms of the use and purpose of storytelling, but I think it's a good it's a good reminder, right? And it doesn't take much memorable moment. What was memorable in 2021? I'm sure people can go yeah. with at least five stories. And another fun fact that I can pivot into this is January, the, the Roman root, I did not take Latin, trust me, but it was Janus, <laughs> where you, you look backwards and you look forwards, which mm. I think is a great um, thinking prompt for all of us to make mm. our list and think, what, did, what kept me really busy last year and and where was my high moments and whether you recorded on film or in a photo or in a notes to take a moment and just look at it before you get too too far ahead of yourself because you might have a lot of things that we forget we, it's yeah. been a blur when you said 21 versus 20 I was like really <laughs> it's, it's starting to blend a little bit the last two years so taking a moment back and just and enjoying it and, yeah. uh, and also saying that took, you know, whatever it was, whether it took some bravery, whether it took some endurance, just write it down and just mm. keep it on file for yourself. Yes. Don't, don't just do uh to do's do, uh, mm -hmm. do also the stories and, and the memorable ones. And I love that idea. And I think we can leave people with this is the idea of looking back and looking forwards and that that's what January is all about. I'm going to make that my month of January. That's exactly what I'm going to do this month. I'm going to be looking back to 2021 and I'm going to be looking forward uh, to 2022 and what we're going to be doing in, in February and, and more. Um, and on that note, I, I, I want to leave our listeners with, um, you know, some, some uh, idea of what's coming down the pike mm. and because we have some, uh, we have some uh, outreach going on for, for new guests. And um, one of those guests uh, is, is the CEO of a, of an organization that we've worked with a lot at Narrative, and uh, and you'll hear much more about about that when she comes onto the show. But um, but essentially, 
We're going to talk about her journey from just having an idea 11 or 12 years ago now to, mm. to then where she is today with a, an organization of more than 50, 60 people and growing still uh, with the backing from the likes of uh, Zuckerberg and Laureen Powell Jobs mm. and other people like that. So, um, so stay tuned for that. And, and we're constantly looking for guests as well. So if our listeners have any ideas for that, um, and if there are people you, uh, Julianne, that, uh, that you, that you are thinking of right now and mm-hmm. are like, Oh, that could be an interesting person to have on the podcast. Well, of course, we'll, I am. Uh, we'll take that. Yeah. Great. <laughs> and, and the thing we always learning about stories, it's portable. We've learned how to navigate these screens. We've created environments for people. So we're all wrestling with in-person and hybrids. But this works no matter where you are, whether you're in a rectangle or where you're in person. So, yeah. you know, think about that. It's it's a it's a great tool to keep employing it and really um, addressing bigger issues as you go. But it's all about connecting. Mm, great, beautiful words. Well, great. Well, uh, on that note, um, this is the the end of this episode, and uh, and I wish everyone well for the new year. And uh, you know, may it be a, a healthy, happy, and prosperous one for all of you listening and, and everyone beyond. And uh, I really look forward to having more of these in 2022 and inviting guests onto our podcast and uh, and just talk more about the value of listening and storytelling and how it applies to business. So so thanks again, Julianne, for, for being with me on this journey. <laughs> yes, always a pleasure. Take care and be well, everyone. All right, thanks. Bye-bye. Narrative Story Talks. For more information on the narrative listening and storytelling method and how it can help your business, go to narrative.com.